You're listening to the New Utah Podcast with your hosts, Bree. People can say my name and I still don't pay attention. Chris. This is what happens when your number one health concern in the state is porn. Jeremy. Flicks it and then walks out and just kicks the living crap out of whoever. And Julia. This week on Julia does everything that's embarrassing. It's 311, episode 311. <laughs> Will you turn me down a little bit there? I'm a little loud, I think. I don't know. You're loud to me, too. Am I? Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm not loud on the uh, waveform, really, here, so we'll just we'll leave it at that. Uh, welcome. This is not the podcast about that shitty fucking band, but it is episode <laughs> 311. Uh, in fact, the... Uh, I don't know. They might be better than whatever's playing on this daily mix. This daily mix is not good today from Spotify. So far, not so good. They're not. They're not doing it. So I like to listen to new music, and so I just pick random shit in Spotify and listen to things because I like so much different music. So a variety. However, it's changing it. Yeah, it is bad. changing it up. It's bad. So. <laughs> What are we changing it oh to? God. It's like Jonas Brothers and fucking One Direction. It's just like Jonas Brothers and One Direction on this mix, and that is not what I'm feeling right now. Uh, nobody ever is. Someone is. No. Somewhere. Some, Daily mix number three starts out with Jay-Z and uh, oh, Lose Yourself and the 8 Mile soundtrack. Like This is good stuff right here, man. Eminem. <laughs> Slow intro. It is a it is a really slow intro. It's this song. Eminem, Eminem is great. He really is like one of the best ever. I think. Whatever you say about it. At the at the halftime, it just surprises me how old they're getting. Because we're well, all yeah. getting old, but it just you see him and you're like, oh, are they really getting that old? I don't remember who I was talking to. We were talking about because this uh, 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 Usana. There's a bunch of people coming. Like, oh yeah, yeah. This summer, uh, um, Santana's coming. Dude, it's fucking seventy four years old. Say, are they still alive? Uh, uh, Stevie Nicks is coming. She's seventy four years yeah, old. But she's awesome. She's still fucking old as shit. What the hell is your computer doing? It's telling me that our. Uh, HP ProJet series thing over there is low on colored ink. I know it told me that too. Has been for a while because I just left the starter packs in there and bought, didn't buy more. Who? Okay, I went to Walmart to buy ink because we ran out and it was like 1030 at night and I needed to print some shit for the next day. And so I'm like, well, fuck, I guess I'm going to Walmart for ink. I'm going to pay an arm and a leg compared to like going to Sam's Club, I think. Sometimes not so much, but went over there and I always buy the XLs because it's a better deal. Right. And they had a package that was like the black XL, but the regular color ones. I'm like, why the fuck would I spend that money on that? And there's no, it's not even any cheaper. It's the same price as getting the color one separately and then the black XL. Like, it's just uh, dumb. So, ink's a racket. That's so stupid. It really is dumb. I want to get a, I should just, the other printer lasted for so long, but. I don't know. My new one with the ink well. So far, I haven't refilled it. Nice. But when you do, you just got to fill up the well. Yeah. And you buy the ink bottles, which are like a sixteenth the cost Yeah, of like an ink cartridge. And you're not wasting as much fucking plastic. Uh-uh. So, so far, I it's been really good so far. It's crazy because the XLs and the regular cartridges are the same size. They're just bigger inside. It's the dumbest thing ever. They just put more ink in them, I guess. So stupid. 
It's dumb. Um, we went out to dinner last night. We sure did. Uh, to uh, Cafe Molise. Formerly the Bay. Yeah, it was the Bay. What else has it been? It was another dance. It was the Bay for the longest time. Then it was another dance club of some sort. And then it was another restaurant, I think. But it's an interesting building for a restaurant, for sure. So I thought they'd have more floors, but I guess the other floors are like reception center because they do weddings and stuff. So that they didn't even put us in one of the other floors. We got the side room. Yeah, I kind of thought we'd be on the one. They kept closing our door. Yeah, we- it's because we were fucking loud. I don't think you guys realize how loud we were. <laughs> I kept closing the door. I didn't say we weren't. Oh, yeah, we were really loud. There was a lot of people crammed in that room. Well, I mean, because there were, what, two tables of like a... Had to bet around at least a dozen. Twenty to No, I feel like it was more than twenty to thirty people. I don't know, something like that. Yeah, maybe uh maybe sixteen a table. Like it was a lot. It was probably like three dozen people there somewhere in that. Bree's trying to mark everyone up in her head. It's not gonna work. It's okay. Well maybe it was just twenty four. Yeah, I don't know. Was there somebody sitting next to Brandy on her side? Yes. Who? Uh, Josh, Josh, and no, Chris. Josh, well, Josh was, was next to me, and Chris was across. Yeah, so no, it was just Brandy. So because we scared, were, we scared the other people that were sitting there away. I feel like there were twelve <laughs> people at table. There could have yeah. been fourteen at the other table, but this is riveting conversation for the audience. They're like, uh, "How many people were at the party? We got to know now." Uh, no, but uh, what do you guys think of Kathy Moly says so? Disclaimer, we didn't order off a regular menu. It was a uh, a special private party that they were throwing for us. Uh, and so the menu was preset. So sort of sort of catering-esque, but not really. But there was... A- there was a veggie, a fish, a chicken, and a beef. Yeah, there were, there were four dish choices, basically. Um, and there were hors d'oeuvres, and um, there were... Um, they said charcuterie. It was just cheese and some <laughs> other weird canapé. I didn't like those crackers. The, ca- the crackers were fine. The, the like salmon polenta things were really good, uh, but anyway, that's neither here nor the there. The communion wafers is what those crackers are. So I did. Me of. I, I did just want to put that disclaimer out there because the Jesuits. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> because th- that does somewhat uh, mar how we're going to talk about the food because it is produced in mass. It's not individual dishes necessarily, so it does have some impact. But that being said, I mean, I thought it was fantastic. I was impressed. I thought it was really good. You had the chicken, right? Mm-hmm. The and chicken, how was it? It was really good. It was it was rolled with other meats and cheese, and it was... It was other really meat. One meat, prosciutto. The prosciutto, is that what was it? And Asiago cheese. So it was really good. Other meats and cheeses. Jeremy's like, the there was stuff in it. It was a piece of chicken with stuff in There's, it. It was. Was it dry? No. Huh? So that was that was why I didn't go with the chicken. I was afraid because a lot of times when you're in that kind of setting, chicken comes out pretty dry because it gets held and chicken doesn't retain moisture very well. No, mine was mine was moist. It was tasty. It was good. And then good. Heather got the beef, so I tried a little bit of hers. That was really good. That's what we got is a beef tenderloin. It was really good. Beef tenderloins are amazing. It's good. I thought it was really good. I was impressed. That's the first time I've been there. We've talked about it before on the show, and I know we've dri- I've driven past it and been like, oh, we should go there. But this was our chance to actually go there, and it was good. I thought it was great. I'd go back. Uh, so I'm also worried about my garden because my, uh, my cucumbers and my cantaloupe haven't come up yet, and they probably should have by now, so I think I need to replant. So this cold snap we had over the weekend... I- my tomatoes not looking good. Really? Because it didn't get to freezing. 
No, but the the leaves are all withered. I'm hoping they snap out of it. And then my jalapenos, same thing. They're not looking Ooh, great. That sucks. Yeah, so all my plants that are out look fine still. They're pretty hardy. They had pretty good leaf structures. I mean, the squash leaves are pretty good once they get a handful once a, Yeah, once the squash gets in, then they're, they're but, pretty hardy. But yeah, the, the two cucumber plants and the two cantaloupe plants and none of my cabbages seem to be sprouting. The carrots took a really long time to sprout. Uh, last year, so I think they're probably still okay, but uh, I'm I'm thinking maybe Sunday I'll have to go out and Do plant. A replanting. Uh, yeah, I might go try and find some starts at this point and try and plant the starts. Because uh, cucumbers, we eat well. Bree eats a lot of cucumbers, so I, I'll end up with so many cucumbers she can't keep up. The chickens get a bunch of them usually. <laughs> the chickens usually get the zucchini that I don't see. I've gone to one plant because it makes so much zucchini. It grows so well. But it's so weird because you're out there picking it, and then out of nowhere you find this 10-pounder. I'm like, how did this thing, like, I found one that was, like, <laughs> underneath all of the stems and branches. I'm like, how did this thing even appear? And it's the size of a leg. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's like a small child's leg. It's how ridiculous. did I miss that? That's okay, though. It's good for the chickens. It's actually not bad to make bread out of. You just have yeah. to hollow it out, basically, before you do it. Um but I'm inter- I'm hoping that the cantaloupe will actually work, and uh, I'll, I'll be able to get those. So we'll see what happens. I don't know. Um, how's your garden? You're worried about the withered ones. Yeah. So, but the bees are doing good. Bees are doing fantastic. Uh, peas are doing great, but a cold spell like that doesn't affect the peas no. at all because they're a spring. So yeah, tomatoes aren't looking so hot, and my peppers aren't looking so I'm, hot. I'm pretty confident. <laughs> Can I have fucking like sixteen million potatoes in my garden? Because there's that's po- okay. I'm pretty sure I've got potato plants popping up everywhere. All the potatoes from last year that didn't grow. Maybe you just didn't like, dig deep enough or I, something. Yeah, like they probably got way too deep for for where I. I mean, I dug deep, but maybe was they just top, sunk yeah. down further. Maybe they're just really big down there. They could have. What's interesting is like the pot growing stuff that you can do. Pot meaning like in a pot, not growing weed, um, <laughs> but like. You get like potatoes you can grow in like a bucket, like a five gallon bucket. Yeah. You can grow them really well too because potatoes, like you, you've always said, you just keep adding stuff on top of them. Yep. As long as you keep building the soil up that they're growing in. So I put, they, I'll put either soil, definitely clippings, my grass clippings, yeah. just keep building it up. Chicken and, poop dirt. Uh, before you plant, but yeah. not after. Oh. It's too acidic after. Yeah. Unless it's corn. Yeah, the corn loves it. Corn loves the chicken poop. Eat chicken poop corn, guys. Ew, Rocky uh, loves it too. So anyway, that's uh, that's garden talk. That's farm talk for the week. It's pretty mild, but the plants are starting to come in, which is nice. Um, also, my neighbors across the street mowed their weeds. But like I was telling Bree when I saw There's it, like a like I, a foot square. Well, it's not like on square, the edge. Like so you know that you know triangle. the property line between like you and your neighbor, uh-huh. and how there's like usually it's grass, fuzzy, and it's like a fuzzy line because it's grass on grass or grass on unfinished park strip. Yeah, it's clearly like it's right on the edge there. It's clearly their shit because he killed all the stuff on his side. You could tell he was going to do something with it. And then they moved in and fucking let weed again take over. And it like took over his shit. So he just laid down like nasty, nasty herbicide. And so you can tell where his shit ends and their shit begins. And they just <laughs> left they this still like didn't mow that little part. one foot square of foxtails. Like what the fucking were out there. When like we, when we first moved into our place, that's what I did because it was so bad. I just went to IFA and I said, I need something that will kill 
everything. Oh, that's why it was just dirt when so yeah. I, I want to see it. I want to do that in our rocks. Just killed everything. Yeah. And then started over the following spring. Yeah. I mean, that's, and our rocks, the weed barriers, the weed barrier is not good forever though. So no. yeah, we've had those rocks down now. Let's see. We did it. But right before Cassie got her car, because we needed yeah, that, so, that so would have been eight, eight years, ago. years ago, yeah. So the weeds are now broken through, and yeah, yeah, they break through the edge first. So they've been kind of doing that for a while, but now they're starting to pop up a little bit. In the the good news is they're still easy to pull because it is just gravel. <laughs> but yeah. that's not easy to pull. You have to literally move all the gravel back, Sometimes. pull the weed, and then you should have the seen the little back. tiny. Well, weed grass, uh, the little grass weeds we pulled out of the asparagus when we were weeding it. Oh my gosh, it was like a two inch little piece of grass and literally like two feet of roots. Yep, yep. That's, uh, I pull those That's, a lot. Yeah, grass sucks. I've got this shitty ground cover back in my garden that pops up that is like that. Then the roots are just like super deep. It can't get asparagus to grow very well, but grass, no problem. <sighs> Not on the lawn. I got dead spots on the lawn, yeah. but in the garden. <laughs> oh, especially, well, I hope, I'm hoping this year will be better than last year because remember last year I expanded out and like, the grass did not like leaving the garden, and so it was everywhere. It was a pain in the ass. I think it's already a, a lot better. But... I, I've been a lot more diligent, though, of going out there at least once a week and picking the definite weeds, and yeah. it's helped it's If helped you a keep lot. up with it 20 minutes, yeah. a couple times a week, it's when you wait a month, and then it's And you're like, oh, fuck, there's like 300 of these things. <laughs> and some of them are my plants, and some aren't, and I've been in, out in the garden for two hours, and... Like my a few years ago, pulled all my cucumbers, <laughs> left all the weeds. Yep. Oh man, that's brutal. That's I that's still why Dad has to go out and he'll say, "This is a plant. This is a weed." Yeah. And I'm always like, "They're all plants, Dad." That's true. They are all plants. <laughs> this is what we use do. your phone app. Just take a picture yeah. of it. It'll tell you what the freaking plant is. Yeah, I pay for that. It's like twenty bucks a year. That's it. You can scan as many plants uh, as you want. You got scammed. It's free. The one that I paid for. Yeah, you got scammed. I paid for it, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's not the first time you've been scammed, Julia. Let's be honest. Right? No, it's definitely not. Uh, can we get a, can we get a, uh, a card? I'd like to, like to hear about. A reading, uh, as it were. What the Oracle has for me today, cause I'm feeling it. It says stop sleeping so much, so damn much. Wake up, you're missing some cool shit. Which if you fucking sleeps a lot. I've overslept almost every single okay, day. So in the that's last the week. card is yours. That's, that's your Julia's card. Because I haven't been giving myself enough time like, to sleep. I got up at, like I was late for work three times. I got up at four thirty this morning. Uh, I don't sleep a lot. I don't. We we didn't. We, you know, we didn't go to bed till like eleven or later last night. So uh, mine was later. Yeah, yeah I, that's why I said or later bonus for this quarter. I I wake up in the mornings and I see the snaps from Breed of the Girls at like twelve thirty, and I'm like, fuck, that was like two hours after I went to bed. Still up. She gets up when I do. Sometimes I, sometimes it, it catches up with me and I go to sleep or I have a really bad, like, anxiety or insomnia night or something like that where I just don't sleep all night long. And then Chris is, Chris recognizes it in the morning because usually what happens is I fall asleep like an hour or half an hour before we're supposed to get up. With us this week are, uh, Hildegard and, uh, Jay Koenig. I say it right? 
Yes. yes. Perfect. You're, you're not going to tell me if I would said it wrong anyway. Probably you're too nice. <laughs> Perfectly. Yeah, so. you said good. Good job. <laughs> thanks for the invite. We're excited. Yes, thanks for having Gold us. Star. <laughs> so, so uh, you go by Hildy, right? Yeah. Okay. So, and they are the they are the founders of um, uh, the can't. Ink Against Cancer, that's right. Ink Against Cancer. I don't know. There's no, There's extra notes in here. The Cancer Warriors Foundation. So Ink Against Cancer is an LLC, and the Ink Against Cancer Cancer Warriors Foundation is our 501c3, our, oh, our actual foundation. Okay. So, yeah, okay. so we started it because we love the name, and we started this in memory of my brother, Wolf, and so we wanted to keep that name. We didn't want it to go away. So we started as an LLC, and as it progressed and it got bigger, we had to make it into a foundation, but we wanted to difference the gotcha. two. So And yeah. all of the people that we help, we call Cancer Warriors, so that's where the Cancer Warriors Foundation portion of it Very comes cool. from. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I want to take a step back. Um, okay. I'm like, and- oh, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> we just like to get, we like to get to know our guests a little bit uh, as we get started here. And so the first question we have for you is, what month were each of you born in? May. Woohoo. Oh, so just both of you birthday. May. Yep, both yeah. of you. So, my my so, birthday was last week. So that would be August. So was summer reception date. <laughs> what, I don't kids know. went back to school. <laughs> what part of what part of May? So you just had your birthday? Yeah. Mine's mine'll be the twenty first. Yeah. So towards so So you guys are summer babies. So summer babies. So yeah. August were your parents Spring. at a it concert? Was the last, it was the last hoopla. Yeah. You know, I'm an accident, so my parents <laughs> were doing whatever yeah. they did to have some fun. So And that we were in the Caribbean, so you oh. know, it's always summer, so, and my parents were young, and so I think I was an accident too. Hey, I know I was an accident. <laughs> was I an accident, Dad? Yeah. Yeah. I was just gonna say your sister was. Your sister was, you weren't. <laughs> she was a surprise for you. Yes. Surprise, surprise baby. Surprise. Like, like as she's signing the divorce paper, but surprise, I'm also pregnant. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, uh, <laughs> so where were each of you born? I was born, um, in Caracas, Venezuela. Um, but I grew up in a German colony. So, wow. In, in Venezuela? Mm-hmm. Not the Nazis, right? Dad. <laughs> There's a whole conspiracy <laughs> that they, after World that War they II. They escaped to there. Okay, okay. The I was like, escaped. just because someone's German doesn't make them no. a Nazi. No, because no. someone doesn't know okay. their history. It's this whole conspiracy theory that Hitler yeah. and If they're German and they're in South America, there's a high probability. <laughs> I'm just saying. So my grandpa came after World War II. Yeah. So. Oh, sorry. My grandpa came after World War II to so. Venezuela. So, yeah. Who knows? I, I know, but I, you know, there's, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So, <laughs> but I am, my I'm the first mixed grandkid oh, in nice. the family. So, yeah. So do they, does your family speak mostly German, mostly English, or kind of a combination? So they spoke German, um, that was my first language. And then, um, but my dad was from the Caribbean, from Venezuela, so they wanted me to know Spanish. So I learned Spanish when I was about five, six years old, and because I only spoke German growing oh. up. And then, then when I was fourteen, my parents decided to move to Utah. So and I was like, another language. What drove that to, to <laughs> yeah, go from Venezuela Utah? to Utah? What drove that? Uh, to the Caribbean. Let's go to. Utah. <laughs> That's my first up. <laughs> um, well, um, uh, my dad had 48 hours to leave the country because of political stuff. 
so he tried to find a place that people will not normally go to. So <laughs> you picked it. You picked a good spot. It's a, it's a it's a common theme amongst South and Central Americans. Like oh, mm-hmm. we to be gotta, off the grid. Well, <laughs> we we got to leave the country. Yeah, well, and we have a choice. Quite a few people over the years who have come to Utah for that same reason. Utah actually is one of the states that has a fairly open policy to refugees. Mm-hmm. Well, and there's a whole bishop storehouse and all that to help those people as well. Right. To, like, get on yeah. their feet. And, but, yeah, yeah I mean, yes. But not even from a religious standpoint, Utah yeah, is a yeah. good place. Yeah. Because... Well, like we talked to... Uh, <laughs> what's his name? The the, the Feelings and Emotions guy. Your soap friend. What? Jermaine. Jermaine. Oh yeah. oh yeah, that's right. Oh, from candles. From, so he was yeah, from Uganda. He was from Uganda. Yeah, Uganda. So, yeah. So, and uh we had uh what is his name? Like why why is it escaping me right now? I can think of from Fillings and Emulsion Motions. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Al- Alberto. Yeah. Alberto Chef, Chef Alberto. Alberto from Filling and Emulsion. He's oh, okay. he's Cuban and he fled Cuba under persecution to Mexico and then figured out his way into the US from Mexico yeah. and same well, thing came to Utah. Utah because I my full time job that pays me. I was working with victims of crime. So I, um, Utah is one of the hubs when it comes to refugee populations coming here. But my parents didn't know because they were just gaping. So they didn't know about any of that stuff. That was just random for them. Yeah. Um, and then I, we stay here. So you're 14. So where, where did you move in? Like in the valley? Um, West Valley. West Valley. Valley. Yeah. Which at that time was like really, Farm. Yeah, a lot of yeah. I'm so, from a couple here. of cows. Yeah, so we grew up in West Valley. Oh, okay. But like I've been here forever. So my grandfather and grandmother came here on my grandpa's last tour for um, the army. Mm-hmm. And just down the street over here is the decommissioned Kearns Army Base. And that's where they actually lived. And my mom lives there. And I, my first house was over there. So okay. I've literally yeah. grown I went, up yeah. over here. Yeah, I remember when I, that when I was a kid. Yeah. So where'd you go to high school then? I went to Granger High. That's yeah. where we went. Yeah. <laughs> yep, we went to Granger. Yeah. But back then, like, <laughs> there wasn't much, maybe four or five miles past yep. the high yep. school, and then it there was, was nothing. There was no Granger like, Highway. No, there was. I remember. So I remember um, in high school watching them starting to build Bangor. Oh, I remember that. We're out on, what, what year did you graduate? 94. So did I. Oh, see? What so I was going to say, maybe you guys all had the same classes together. I remember when they had it all packed and we used to ride our motorcycles on it. So I'm a little bit older. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so my, yeah, mom, world. Yeah. my mom went to Granger, but her youngest brother went to Kearns when it was brand new. So my mom's quite a bit older so. see yeah see, and, and that i'll have to call y'all hicks because i'm actually from the city, so. <laughs> the city. He's, yeah. he's actually super i'm from a town of twelve thousand. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just over here like i graduated four years here ago in Utah? <laughs> so is it here in utah no, in wyoming, no. In wyoming. In wyoming? Yeah. okay i was gonna say because my job i travel to all the state and i have seen Areas that I didn't even know that existed in Utah. So, yeah, so I, I grew up in a town similar to Richfield. Oh, okay. So okay. Very small, but yeah. you know, there. So let's leave you in high school and let's jump over to Jay. <laughs> yes. Where were you born, Jay? I was born in Salt Lake. Salt Lake? Glorious Salt Lake City. You grew up <laughs> in Salt Lake City? Yeah. So were you born at Holy or were you... <laughs> like, my dad was a bishop. Holy, you, or the L, or LD. Mm. LD. Like that, those are the three hospitals. Yep. Holy LD. Cross. 
So my dad, Catholic. my yeah. dad was a bishop, so everything I, I had to go with church, the Mormon church stuff. stuff. Gotcha. I'm yeah. sure yeah. he's so proud of you being part of a tattoo foundation. <laughs> you know, he came around at the end of everything um, and had a whole different outlook on a lot of stuff. But yeah, I was not my my father's prized child. I'm, I'm kind of a black <laughs> sheep too. It's okay. My mom <laughs> me told too. me once, I'm the youngest of five. I've got four older sisters and my mom told me that I was worse than all four of them put together. Wow. <laughs> wow. Usually the boys are the easy ones. Yeah, girls suck. She said I was easy to raise, but I was horrible. Gotcha. <laughs> so what did you go to high school? the others were just that bad. Where did you go to high school then? Um, <laughs> did you go to West? Because Julia just barely for a moment. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I had a a very interesting high school career, so I I attended many. I, I enjoyed uh, <laughs> jumping around. Did you get were you invited? Were you invited to attend other schools? I was. <laughs> Strangely enough, I ended up actually. What's what was the school Valley. that you went to? No, what was the school that you went to when you like got pregnant and stuff? Yeah, what? it was called. Valley. No, it wasn't called Valley. Central. It wasn't Valley Junior. Cent- I think it was Central. It was called Central. So Central was out here, and then there was Horseman down. down no, I think city. it was Central. It's Cent- the one that's Central, by the Central, which orphanage. is now a Salt Lake Community College campus. And the old orphanage the, uh, that's so now that's, That was Sanders. South High. Was that South High? That was South High. Oh. I went to yeah. South. I went to East. I went to... <laughs> Highland. <laughs> I, I went to West. I for graduated a to, from the one that they sent pregnant girls, and I wasn't pregnant. <laughs> well, because back then to do early graduation, that's what she did. You had to go through yeah. the. Mm-hmm. Had, no. to, had to go hang out with the bad Common. Yeah. Don't you love it? There's a school where they just send the pregnant girls, so no one has to look at them in regular what? school. <laughs> they were just pregnant. Like, there are no girls that get anymore. pregnant here. They were just no, pregnant in my school. Yeah. They just they just well, had their babies and came back to school. <laughs> like there's statistics that say that like pregnancy is contagious. Other girls see it and they see the attention, and other girls get pregnant. It's like really in the 1950s it's when not... a girl got pregnant, they'd send her away and bring the baby back and raise it as one of the children so that there was no scandal. <laughs> now your sibling so nobody knew <laughs> yeah they understand how babies are made right like it's not actually contagious you can't catch a baby from another woman right <laughs> well see i grew up in a catholic school in venezuela yeah. oh yeah to be a very good catholic girl they spoke german and lutheran <laughs> church german. every other church what happened what happened <laughs> so i only started my life out of, in catholic school but my girls graduated from juan diego so okay. they started over here at saint francis and did saint francis all the way through eighth grade and then i sent them to juan diego so okay. yeah but we've talked about this before pretty progressive principal we were sitting there one time and we were, one of the moms was we like, were in yeah. a, we were in a focus group for parents. Yeah. And, and one of the moms was really concerned because her daughter was kind of rebelling and he's like, I'd be concerned if she wasn't. It wasn't just rebelling. She was specifically not wanting to go to church and questioning the existence of God. And he said, if your kid is going to my school and not questioning the existence of God, then we're not doing our job. Wow. Exactly. So, yeah. Like that's pretty stand up for the principal yeah. of yeah. a very Catholic, Catholic yeah. school. <laughs> yeah, I would not have heard that. And my 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 the nuns that I went to school to, they were from the Vatican, so they only spoke oh. Italian. Oh. <laughs> so that makes you, you more... just know every language at this. <laughs> no, point. I don't. I I I know oh. how to say some things, but it was hilarious. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I, I know how to make core. Italian food. <laughs> don't ask me to make Spanish or German food, but I can make Italian food. <laughs> that tells you my. High 
Heinz 57. Yeah. All right. So let's jump back to you. So you graduated with me. Yes. Then what? Where'd you go? What happened after graduation? Um, well, I started working because I'm the oldest and immigrant family, you know, I had to help with the, with my sisters. Um, I have a 10, 10 year difference between me and my next sister and then 12 year difference. Really? I was an accident. Yeah. You know, so I was really the babysitter. So. I love my sisters, but I was more like their second mom. Your mom, mom. number two, yeah. Yeah, I was second mom. So I went to work and I started going to school. Um, but I met someone that it was not healthy and I almost lost my life with him. That's why I threw a feeding tube. So, um, but, um, yeah, so then I, I was a single mom for a bet with two babies and, and then when my kids were toddlers, I met, I met Jay. So. And okay. I met him in a bar, <laughs> which is the last uh, place you say to A bar here in Utah, which bar? Because there's only a few. Well, it was, it's non-existent anymore. Yeah. Is it the one on state where the hospital is? No. no. <laughs> it was called, what was it called? Yeah, Butts? Yeah, Butts at the time. It was oh. old Spanky's Pool Hall. But yeah, I'll, I'll go back even further. It was one of the original porn theaters in Salt Lake. <laughs> so we tease, we tell people we, that we, we, joke met, that in we a... met in a porn theater. Nice. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good place to meet. Jay, go to the Dead Goat, which no longer exists yeah. either. Yeah, the Dead Goat. They tore that down. Like yeah. the actual building only got tore down just a little while ago. But yeah, Dead Goat disappeared. Probably Dead Goat with DV8. Yeah, DV8. Yeah, and we were just talking about eating at Cafe Molise in the Bay. It used to be the Bay. <laughs> I remember that's where I met my ex. <laughs> the, bay. the Bay. Oh, great. That, that would explain you. it. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. I, I was a little bit too dark to go into that building. Yeah. So. Nothing good ever happened. To them. Well, they had their goth area. Uh, no, not that not kind of dark. Oh, that kind of dark. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So, yeah. you graduate from all the high schools. Then what? I, I graduated, but I didn't actually graduate till I was 21. <laughs> yeah. So I, I got my GD, and then I I went back because I I just wanted to at least finish out. It wasn't that I was a bad student; I just really hated school. And that's so. like I don't. That's people... why I graduated early. I woke up one day and I'm like, I don't want to go to school. My mom's like, Well, you're gonna finish, so we're gonna figure out how to make you finish. And so yeah, yeah. That's you know that's it's like people. Shouldn't talk down about a GED because GEDs like for it's a lot harder. of people it's, mm. it's it was a lot to accomplish for, for some people it's a better way to go because school sucks yeah it's extra effort too it means you intentionally did it you didn't just yeah. do it like mm-hmm. Mike we were just talking about my grandfather he I think he went up to like fifth grade then went to the army and stuff he was the oldest of twelve. Um, in a farm in Marfa, Texas. And so he was expected to go out and work. Um, but he went and got his, I think he was like 45 and decided to go I need to get my GED. GED. So. Yeah. And like that I said, for me, it, and that's just it for me. I, I don't look down upon anybody that has a GED one way or the other. It's an accomplishment. Yeah. You know, for me, I, I did it just because at that time, no place would hire you without a high school diploma or a GED minimum. So, and I, most of my high school was working through high school and whatnot. Um, after that, I did a plethora of jobs, jack of all trades, master of none, you know, (laughs) and as a musician for a long time, fortunately, we actually met when I wasn't a musician. I was going to say, were you, were you like singing in (laughs) in the old spaghetti? Well, see, and and the good thing for me is that like with us meeting, Outside of all that, I was, we were there at a show, but it was a friend's band that I was there to see. 
she happened to be friends with the singer's girlfriend and it was just kind of a fluke because neither one of us were actually going to go out that night which yeah. band which band um that band was the opposable thumb oh that's awesome but yeah. she uh Again, <laughs> this is a good story. So, <laughs> I'm like, one of my friends was sitting at the table talking with them, and I knew who her friend was because, she, again, she was dating the singer that I knew. And so I just walked up and I was saying hi to everybody. And I, there was an empty seat, and I looked down. And I said, "Do you mind if I sit down?" And she gave me the whole head to toe up and down. Yeah. She shrugged her shoulders. She's like, if you want. <laughs> I wasn't about I, any drama at that point. So well, I, I was a single my... mom. I had to put my wall. I, uh, you know. And I give I, her that. Yeah, but so. I, I wasn't about having anything that way. So I just said, said to my friend, I'll talk to you later. I'm going to the bar. <laughs> and I actually walked away. But then there was alcohol involved after, right? So, <laughs> so she, had, she had to kill him out. Yeah. So then he walked by and I said, oh, because I was talking to other. It was like your was a birthday boy. Yeah. I was talking to them and and he walked by and I was like, and I said, because I was drunk. I said, oh, he's cute. And then they called so they him called over. me back. And <laughs> the, the funny part is, is. My first question to her, because I heard the accent, I'm like, where are you from? And she says, I'm half German, half Venice, or half German, and half Spanish. I said, I will never piss you off. Half <laughs> <laughs> Latina, excuse me, not Spanish. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. But your but name comes from German. My my parents are, were both German. So they came over? Yeah, they. my mom's, my grandparents migrated um, on my mother's side, my great-grandparents on my father's side. Um, they all were in the New York area, and my dad, so met my mom at some church thing out there, and actually followed her out like here. Like the 1920s, 30s, kind of. My that. dad was born in 29, I think, somewhere so, around that so era. So yeah. their parents would have come 20s, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that's their background, and then coming out here, and then like I say, my dad was very religious, so I grew up within the LDS establishment. So were your grandparents? No. Religious? Is that, I mean, what brought him to Utah? Just circumstance? My, or? I believe my mother's aunt was living out here, my grandma's sister. And I think that's what pulled him out that, this way the just most family, for her. Just a, it was family, gotcha. but I don't remember which part of the family. And then my father's grandparents actually followed him out here. So years later, after they had been married, my my grandparents actually moved out here as well. Nice, but yeah, just it was. But they all have that New Yorker accent. Is New great. York. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I I don't. I can't do it. I sound English. <laughs> I can't add that accent to me. <laughs> so so you guys you guys meet in a bar um, slash uh, porn, porn theater. theater. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and like, uh, how did how did the how did the relationship progress? How did you guys end up getting married? Was it like oh six months and you were married, or sixteen years? <laughs> Honestly, this was the weird thing. Yeah, it was really really quick, and I'm. So he was anti like marriage, everything, and I was anti marriage too. My, like my, anymore, again, again, I was a lead singer at the time, you know, and and far from married, and definitely didn't want kids. And my family even warned her, "You don't want to marry my brother. <laughs> yep. You don't want to have anything to do." They with They play him. even, but another one bites the dust in her way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People showed up to our wedding just, just to see if I would really get married. <laughs> if it was a joke, or if it was. Yeah. But no, it's it was funny because right after that question that I 
asked her, we just started talking a little bit and like within 10 minutes, it was like we were old friends and I'm not one about the whole love at first sight or anything like that, but yeah. it, it literally, it was like, yeah, we were she old told friends. you to go away at first sight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. See, Pretty I was much. like, you don't want to It be was a... second sight cause she was drunk that time. <laughs> no, it was double vision. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Is that a song in but, the eighties? Yeah, double exactly. vision. Yeah, yeah, it actually spring to my mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. No, no. From there, it's like we were never really apart. I mean, we had parted for the weekend, and then he like tried calling people for my number, so it worked. Yeah. I didn't even get her number. Well, you want to tell it? It's he not told the me same as it is now. Back then, when you were dating, it's different. Well, well. but okay, so. We would buy a restaurant and he said he didn't have a pin and I just kind of went, whatever, fuck it, you know, because <laughs> I was not going to. And the, I, well, in my head, I was so like, why are you, do you like, she what? asked me, so she's like, do you want my number? I said, I'll get it, but I don't have a pen. I'm not going to write it down right now, but I will get you. And I was like, fuck it. Never mind. And she didn't think I would. <laughs> she thought it was an excuse. Exactly. And I was like, whatever. Which, if you know me, I'm pretty straightforward. I'm not going to play the games one way or the other. He got it. Yeah, he did. But I got it and yeah. and found her and then we, the yeah. following week, and she never let me go. Yeah, I know. Uh-huh. I mean, he never so left. Cute. Yeah. So, and then he adopted the kids Aww. six Aww. years later after we got married. and Everything so, just yeah. kind of fell in place. It was yeah. almost natural. It was, so, it was yeah. strange. So, we, this July will be... 21 years. Wow. That's a long time. She still talks to me. I know. Thank Thank you. I know. That's because you haven't left. I heard her say it. (laughs) (laughs) So July when? July 13th. We decided to get married Friday the 13th. So it would. If anything's going to go wrong, you might as well hit it right up. And the car did break down going up to the car. Oh, yeah. I was almost late. (laughs) I I overheated coming up. Yeah. Fortunately, my sisters were a little bit later than me. So they actually picked me up on the way up there. Yeah. No. And we, my parents were not happy about that day because they have the, you know, the superstitions. superstitions. Mm -hmm. That's around when you got married too, right, Dad? 28th of July. Yeah, so what year? years ago. Yeah, <laughs> you guys got married. Oh. You went graduated the same place. You guys married, <laughs> you married your second spouses like two weeks apart. And you both yeah. adopted each other's yeah. kids. Yeah. Like her, his wife adopted. So I'm adopted her. by his wife. Yeah, so my mom. Cool. Yeah, yeah. see, yeah. 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 small that. world. You never know. Woo. All right. So, <laughs> <laughs> what kind of what kind of got you into? All of this. Well, so. Couple things. Well, I, so after we got together and everything, I wanted to go back to school. And so I went and got paralegal. Um, I went and got a certificate as a paralegal and started working in like legal aid, but I started going into the field of working with victims of crime and victims of domestic violence. So what, be, what, what, what got you into that? Because of my story. Because, of because your I didn't know where to go. Gotcha. I didn't know what help there was there. Um, and so I didn't want no other woman to go through what I went through. That makes sense. And so, um, so I kind of, and I saw what, first hand the system how it fails right like and and so um so i wanted to make a change but that field doesn't pay that much <laughs> social justice he was like you went to school to be a paralegal why didn't you go and work in a place that pays you a lot at least work in a law office where you could make some money <laughs> but i decided to go into the social justice kind of helping people which doesn't so i had to have a second job and um and so I, I started, I love music. He's a musician. 
and just felt that I was um, given a position as a security. I know I'm, I'm kind of little here, but heads, <laughs> like security for a music venue. And that's how I met um, my, I call him my brother, but he, he became like my brother. He was very protective and everything. And he was the head security for a lot of the venues here. And so um, his name was Austin, but we call him Wolf. Because he, when he got mad, he sounded like a wolf. Just a, And so, but he just became like instant family to us. And so, and we just kind of, so we, I did security, which I can tell you fun stories. Because everyone's like five feet. <laughs> I did security for a while too. Yeah, we okay. were Latina, a, German security a, guard. That's got to be scary. Yeah, she's a little pit bull. So if yeah, you, we were both doing security at the time. If you know... Latina women uh-huh. just, just to be scared of well, them. Well, the same yeah. with the German side. Well, That's why that. my first Ooh. words were, I'll never, never piss you off. So, I, I used to tackle people down, and it was great. It was a great, ex- you know, I, I got a lot of aggression out that way. <laughs> <laughs> and people didn't inspect it, because they were like, what? She just took Were me you, down. like, undercover? I kind of Because you would have been perfect undercover. Like, no one would expect Undercover it. just because she was so <laughs> short. <laughs> I didn't see her. <laughs> well, and my security brothers, they're all big, large guys. And if anyone touched me, oh. And there was a couple of times they grabbed people by the neck. It was pretty funny. But um they just, you know, immediately was a protection. Um And so, um but I kind of took a break from the social justice world. And I went into working with the Salt Lake City mayor. Um, Which mayor? M- mayor Biskupski. Oh, um, okay. And I was her community person, and um, and I learned a lot from this, you know there. And so then I went back to coming back to the victims' work, and around that time, that's when um, Wolf got really sick uh, with cancer. And in that work, um, there's not really health insurance, and uh, the health insurance he had was. I think it was like the one that you kind of pay monthly, but it was like not, you not know. Not great. Yeah, not great at all. And so, and if you don't work, you don't make money. And so, um, so while he was going through cancer, like the bill stuck up, you know, he was missing work and, but even not really missing work because even he dragged himself. I mean, they had to drag him out of the concerts to go to the hospital and things because he was just very much like he, that was his life. And so, um, he was just concerned. He was stressed about money. And so we just, we put together events for him. Yeah, we, we like tattoos. He has, he was all tatted up as well. And we had a lot of collaborative friends that did tattoos. So we talked to a bunch of them and gathered them together for a day to do a, an event. And with all the money they raised that day, they donated it to him and it was able to pay his hospice and off oh. some of his bills as well. Mm-hmm. So on his deathbed, he asked us to continue it. In his honor and especially to help kids. And how do you say no to something like yep. that? Yeah. And, and he I've knew. got the passion yeah. because I lost my mom from cancer. Yeah. So yeah. the support all the way around, it's it's something that we believe in deeply. And it doesn't matter who you are. You're within one or two people. If you haven't had a, oh, yeah. an experience yourself, you know somebody who has. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's it's one of the most difficult things. And there's a lot of agencies that are out there to help people or, or to help organizations raise funds for research, but there's nobody out there to help people directly that are suffering. Yeah. So that was the big thing that 
we had to figure out a way to focus on because everything we bring in donation wise, we turn out around a hundred percent and give back to cancer warriors. So we both work full-time jobs at good positions and that's what pays for our bills. <laughs> yeah. Cause we're like, um, and then everything yeah. else is all voluntary. So, so kind of explain if you will, the two different organizations yes. and, and what you do with them. Yeah. So it's not actually two different organizations. We we established Eek Against Cancer as an LLC mm-hmm. in the beginning because we didn't have enough set up for starting a foundation. We sure. had to learn for more what the, what the steps were to create a mm-hmm. you know a nonprofit and really do. And also too, we were thinking, do we really want to go this way, or or is it going to be better to go this way? But we wanted to be able to. Um, keep you know, keep the name anything, because it was be a catchy name. And so, um, and he liked the name. And so we were kind of, and so we had the logo, the wolf eyes because it was him wolf. and wolf. And so we just kind of wanted to keep that. So, yeah. And so then, you just hurried and snagged the name basically. That's what, <laughs> yeah. the that's, that's what yeah, we came kinda, up yeah. with for yeah. our event the name, name. And then later right. we'll actually like establish and it. And that's yeah. exactly what it was. We, with, when we came up with it for the event name, it was just catchy enough that we didn't want to let go of that that's name. That's something so. I feel like someone would snatch up yeah. real quick. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we just kept that. Yeah. And then again, it was our fifth year, fourth year that we actually became a foundation yeah. after the, after the third one. year. Yeah. yeah. And that's where we, so you'll see two different names, but the really Ink Against Cancer is really a not-for-profit. We don't, there's Make nothing anything. that really comes off the LLC. So we <laughs> We're can, always like, mine is two, three thousand well, year. Yeah, it's, it's so that we can get t-shirts made up and do the mm-hmm. different things. So you had to pay way. like, cause the last event that I was at, you guys got the Utah State Fair Park building, the grand building. Yeah. So you, obviously you had to. Make up. You said it was a couple thousand to rent that for the two days. Yeah, well, so. it was more a couple thousand. Yeah. But we, what we did is we got sponsorship. But mm-hmm. to be able to get the sponsor, and that's what we learned, right? To as an LLC, yeah, we got support, but we knew that we could get more support mm-hmm. if we as became a five one c three, right? Yeah. And so, and also, we want to be able to give people the support as like tax exempt. Yeah, because when because when they do a donation to an LLC. It's Not, a donation, exactly. But, but, it, you, but can't you can't, can't do anything, anything with it from a tax yeah. perspective. So we yeah. knew that. So we kind of wanted to, um, you know. So we that's why we thanks. We <laughs> <laughs> he's like, there's the ice cream, Mike. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> uh, but uh, so we wanted to make sure we save that, and so that's kind of like how the five one c three. And then we had to look for individuals that for or bore and then you know that was the other thing too is like who do you know we you trust trust to be able to start something like this and they have the same passion passion and they want to work because you're not going to get anything from them you're going to put a lot of time and you, you get a, a lot of good heartwarming feeling and the yeah. people that you help really need it but there's a lot of hard work that's involved with this to yeah try to pull everything together um as she was talking with sponsors we were fortunate that uh we got a large sponsorship last year to be able to actually help us pay off the the building the venue is a little bit expensive over there we're doing it again this year at the fair park but in a little bit of a smaller building because we didn't get as much of the sponsorship hopefully we can and then we can get more things to give away and and stuff but you had a huge stash of giveaway stuff yeah yeah you had some good stuff yeah so we, and that was a sponsorship. So we kind of, yeah. we have that levels that people can and they, their names were included. And, you know, just cause we're all, we, we want to give back. So we understand that companies, you know, they're willing to work with us and they're willing to donate. We also want to be able to 
um, you know, give them support. Back. Exactly. And so we want to be able to do that. So we had their name and, we, you know, and we always do that as much as we can. Um, but it's really, I mean, we're five of us, uh, six of us on the board, six of but, us on the board. but really, I mean, we, Hilde's most of the ink again. So she, she's, people just gravitate to her. So yeah. she's like the core of this that yeah. gets a lot that, that I'm has a lot. Yes. Explain for people who don't know the organization what yeah. exactly it is that you guys do. You go. Okay, so <laughs> we gather together artists of all mediums to be able to host events or hold events to raise funds. Um, a lot of different types of events. We've got some paint nights that we're trying to get set up. We've got our main event is a two-day event. We started it as a one-day event, but it's a two-day event now. So it'll be July 16th and 17th. We'll have hopefully up to about 30 tattoo artists that will be doing tattoos throughout the weekend. Our ask of them is that they donate back at least half of what they make through the weekend to help the cancer warriors. We give them a place that they can be able to do something to give back to the community. Cause that's what a lot of them have said in the past. You know, I'd love to be able to give more to people, but I'm always doing tattoos. I can't do anything else. And we offer them that space to be able to, feel like they've given back or paid forward to somebody else as well. So we, our main event has the tattoo artist, but we also have vendors um, that are set up through the event. We've got live, um, artists. live artists that are painting as well as performing artists. Um, we've got, we had a really good turnout with a, uh, um, our Poly community, our Polynesian family came out and cool. did a, a nice dance. little dance oh, for yeah. us and everything. We at got the back end of from it. Hawaii the day before. So, it was oh, so yeah. cool. You, you were like, that. yes. Yep. That's cool. You and were like continuing. I was just vibing. Yep. <laughs> she got back from Hawaii from us getting married. Oh. <laughs> nice. Congratulations. Congratulations. We've, we've been together for almost 12 years, but we just got married. Yeah, Congratulations both ways. <laughs> so yeah, but so. yeah, we we just try to bring just a good plethora of, of stuff uh, again around the arts community. Um, so are the tattoos like relatively yeah, simple, small. like a quick something that they can do? Yeah, usually they like a they all say fuck cancer in different ways. <laughs> yeah, different that would be and yes, yeah, <laughs> some do. Them. We we have them all different types. So there's we try to get artists of all different styles as well. I got um, a piercing there for it, and we do have piercers that that are with some of the shops. A couple of them have piercers, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, we just try to. Most of them are somewhat cancer themed or have been wolf themed um, because of wolf being the yeah. the start of this. Um, so they range anywhere from three inches up to possibly six inches. Um, Got to keep them relatively small. Yeah, so yeah. it's usually about an hour to an hour twenty on yeah, a most tattoo of them to try to get people to go through. Yeah. yeah, they're all they're all most of them. We've got some people that would do freehand, but most of them are all pre-established. Stencil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. they flash can just pop them out yeah. the flash sheets. Exactly. And so you can kind of see, and it, and it's great because it just shows that, and then that money that we raise from there, and some artists gave us some. Uh, they some gave will us donate more. more than the half. Yeah. We just ask them half because it's their business. Yeah, and we understand we, yeah. they're and donating they're, their time and yeah. and efforts as it is. You know, again, it it benefits them as well as others. 
for them to be able to give so that. So they have but, uh, like food vendors and. Well, last year it was kind of because we did it a little bit later because of COVID. We right. were trying to figure out how to do COVID's it again. COVID's been tough. Been tough for us to have these events. The second year was really great. The third year was great. Then COVID. But COVID. COVID. <laughs> and so last year we had vendor food and we had like we were going to have a henna. We were going to have and they a lot of people got started getting sick and they started canceling like the day before. Yeah, and up, we just just. So, so lost hopefully, lost a few artists, lost a few vendors. We had there was one a food, food truck. truck. It was yeah. good though. It was yeah. Pizza. Yeah. It, it was a good food truck, but they weren't really making enough off of it either because it was so hard to try to draw people. people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they had the COVID testing at the fair park last year, which they had the main entrance closed. Oh. And a lot of people yeah, it was in the same parking lot as the COVID <laughs> yeah, testing. Yeah. A lot of people didn't think that that the fair park was open. So they, so that they got didn't canceled, think so, so they that, yeah. So we, we had that. So this year there's no COVID testing happening. We're in a smaller one. We're, we're hoping it's going to be great. We have had requests from a lot of artists, um, from outside Utah wanting oh, to come. Nice. Um, saying that they've been affected by cancer. You know, there, of course, there's someone and their loved ones and they want to give back. They understand that they have to pay their way, but, you know, they want to do the donation. They want to support. So, well, I mean, it's, it's great to see this kind of, kind of getting a little bit the bigger. Community coming together. And because it, it, it affects anyone. And so with the money we give, we give it directly to the so, family. So how do you choose who you're going to sponsor? It's so, an application process. Yeah. So right now we have, I, you know, cause we have a couple of people there in remission, but there are, um, over 50 families right now that we are. Um, so we get applications, they go through a review. And are they all, are they all local to the Utah area? Uh, we have nationally at this point where we have little cancer warriors and, um, in New Hampshire, and back east, East and and in California and Oregon. Up on the West Coast, yeah. Yeah, so we, it affects anyone, right? So the applications come, they, there's questions in there because we, working in the field that I have worked in, you know, I have seen that sadly there's people that sometimes they're trying to, you know, they lie. Yeah, we have to filter them out. Yeah, so we, we ask questions that, you know, and sometimes, sometimes we don't get those applications back, so we kind of know that they're not going to. And they know that we're going to be contacting IRS, you know, cause we notify them if they don't, if we give them more than $600 a donation, cause we have to follow all the IRS right. things. So make sure that we don't lose our 51C3. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we get all these cancer warriors. They go through that. We review them and then, um, and then we let them know if they're approved. We have never denied anyone that yeah, have turned in their application. Usually people are pretty desperate when they get to that point oh, yeah. of trying to get. So, and, and we do, we can't do huge things that we're upfront about that. We joke around saying we're the Affleck of make a wish. We can fill in the gaps here and there. And that's yeah. kind of what but it that's is. That's a couple yeah. hundred exactly. bucks they didn't have. So it, it, so it could your, keep their lights on. It yeah. could, is this your one exactly. you know? fundraiser for the year or do you do things throughout? We're the trying year? to do more. Yeah. We're um, trying to establish more. It's our main fundraiser. Yeah. Um, but we we're trying to get some concerts set up in the future here. We, you asked if we were statewide or if it goes all over. We started it statewide, but we were invited on a, a cruise with, with Megadeth. Megadeth at one point, and that opened up some huge doors. That's and awesome. It so, just, did, you yeah, guys, it, did you guys get like this with Megadeth? They're coming in October, so. Yeah, so. well, 
<laughs> we're, they're really we're friends. Good. They're, yes. Dave, Dave Mustaine wasn't able to make the cruise because he, he was, was finishing his last himself. cancer treatment mm-hmm. himself. So he wasn't able to make it. So we didn't meet him. But but Dirk is, is a the great drummer, supporter. The drummer. Great supporter. He we're, shares all We're friends all with the, the band. but That's good. Yeah, it's it's one of those things that it... it there was 20 bands on the cruise as well. So, so testament between angel. all of their fans and everything, yeah, it opened up quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, mm, we awesome. had Antra. People would probably kill to be on that cruise. That's a heck of a cruise. Holy yeah. cow. And, and they it felt, or was oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They performed. They had different nights that so they would cool. perform for, was, like you could buy a blue pass or a red pass, the people that were we're going but, on the but cruise. But we, we were there for a We foundation. were productions, so we were able to kind of <laughs> go and see things. I appreciated that. Very much, but but we were working the whole cruise, yeah, so it's not like then. we were just yeah. there looking well, no, at the yeah. concerts. We saw a few things the here Slayer and there. there. Yeah, unfortunately, no. But there was a really funny Slayer story. Because <laughs> <laughs> you, you've heard about Slayer fans. I don't know if you'd want them on a boat in the ocean. That's what one of the jokes was. <laughs> but they did have Lamb of God, so it wasn't much different. Yeah. Yeah, so we had Lamb of God, and yeah, and, so. and there was discussion of going and and pirating a Disney boat. <laughs> <laughs> Which have been great, but you know, it's funny. We were by, um, a Disney boat and we had a show happening and you can hear parents kind of looking from the boat. Yeah, when we were docked, was it in Mexico? San Diego, I don't know. I think it was either Mexico or San John Diego. Five, we were docked. Think, oh, yeah. And yeah. so the Disney and cruise people are like, what is going on? They were standing up on the decks looking over there and kind of doing the little devil's <laughs> horns. They're just over there listening to Bear Necessities and yeah. all that stuff. Exactly. Can we go there? There's the light. The parents. You yeah. see all the parents, look, all the dads looking longingly across at the other boat like, I wish I took that they're, cruise. They're listening to Bear Necessities and on the other side you hear, walk with me in hell. <laughs> yeah. So. And then they think, that's where I am right now. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We got no. on the wrong boat. <laughs> yeah, no, but it was great. So we, um, you know, it was, it was, we we're so grateful we had that opportunity because yeah. it opened a lot of doors and we made amazing, um, friendships and, um, this We've got a lot of different bands that will give us more support now. We, we try to get a lot of different, um, articles signed, a lot of different paraphernalia, oh, music paraphernalia oh, yeah. signed and auction. auction. Oh, we, just we do a, an online auction every year as well. At least one. We'll, we try to do a do couple more. of them. Yeah. Um, Once again, trying to raise as much. And all funds. the vendors will donate. Yeah. And this is all. Thing. This, just as a reminder to everyone listening, this is all in their exorbitant free time they have when they're not working normal everyday nine to five type jobs. Yep. What is free time? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're like. So, yeah. This is free time. Yeah. This is our free time. Yeah. So we have no free time, but no, we have, we just got a, a mic signed by Steve Percy of Rats. Yeah. The singer, the singer. Her lead singer of Rat, the old nice. 80s metal band. Rat. Yeah. yeah. So, and this Did is one thing that we've been fortunate of. Like ask I say, her about the commercials. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. <laughs> Everybody has to make money. Come yeah. on. <laughs> I think they're great. <laughs> but so we've gotten microphones signed by some of the older singers that way we get guitars signed. We've had um, Brett Michaels sign a guitar uh, uh, a mic- microphone. Um, we had Spoon sign him. Spoon sign donate and a spoon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually, he, he's got his own series of guitars, and he donated one of his well, specific so cool. series so awesome. and signed it. And there aren't many; you can't find them yeah. out there. That is so really he cool. doesn't really sign them that we way. We got so Kalika Cooper, way. so Alice Cooper's daughter. She's amazing, and she's an amazing individual. 
And she got. She um, signed a mask that she, she wore, wore on stage during a performance oh, nice. in the auction. That was that's awesome. like a COVID mask, or no, an actual like, an, like, like a, a theatrical mask. type. That's really mask. cool. I was like, she didn't just send you like a used like <laughs> yeah, no. No, single no, use no. mask. No, no, it was really <laughs> cool. Was like the equivalent of giving you a tissue. Ex-husband's <laughs> probably one of his favorites. Alice Cooper. Alice he is Cooper. one of the most intelligent. And he's so cool. Like he's down to earth. You just see him like outside, out and about doing stuff you're just like yeah the what? coolest story the juxtaposition between stage and not stage yeah. is mm-hmm. so here's a real touch of reality for you she was telling a story it was also around halloween time that we mm-hmm. went so she was telling a story about trick-or-treating when she was young and they would actually dress her up as a mini alice and they'd go around trick-or-treating and he'd be carrying a, a knife, you know, just kind of looking <laughs> all scary. Cooper. You can she just... said he'd just grab the butcher knife from the kitchen and we would go. <laughs> <laughs> so he was literally out there walking around with a butcher knife. That was his costume. <laughs> Trick-or-treating with his kids. That's funny. I mean, no one was going to take their kids' candy. <laughs> no, not at all. But, you know, it, it, just... it was cool to... Yeah. It's really cool to hear some of the personal stories that they have that way and everything. But all of them, they're, he's got his own foundation, too. They're They're very good at... At doing beneficial things yeah. that way or benefit things that yeah, way. Yeah, all the, the bands and everything, they, they have this kind souls and they just want to <laughs> drop me stuff there. <laughs> uh, but no, he has like, the, all of them have big hearts. And so, you know, and that's really one of the things too about like we try to bring artists of all mediums because a lot of times co- society has a, an assumption about artists, that's right? right. And I'm just sitting here like, you know, no pop artist right now would do any of that. Yeah. They're just too full of themselves. <laughs> well, Some you know. Some can, but yeah. it's, it's their management more than anything. That's yeah, what I figured yeah. yeah. And you have to go through so many steps. But, but these people, I'm like, oh, how can I support? Um, when we were going through COVID, we were trying to figure out how to do things because we couldn't do really the tattoos. We did do one directly in a shop, but it was, I had to follow all the guidelines and everything yeah, for safety of everyone. Yeah. And, but, um, <laughs> a, um, a studio in LA, um, oh my goodness. I'm like, I'm trying to remember the name. Um, Infinity. Taylor's. Infinity Studio, um, they, um, they supported us and they reached out to artists and I reached out to artists and like Bruce Kulik, um, kiss guitar, kiss guitarist. Mm-hmm. And you know, he was like, Hildy, how can I support? And I was like, what? You sent me a video. <laughs> like, so we, we got a lot of shout outs yeah, from a lot of so, different bands. That's that way. awesome. Some and they were just, did some performances and, um, one so of the you're cool, legit, legit. Well, <laughs> I don't know if we're legit, legit, but it was really cool. <laughs> we feel cool. weird that way. But yeah, because we're not. We're you just got legit people paying attention yeah, to me, though. So. But we're we're just you know we just, very humble about it. Yeah. Well, here's we're the thing. very grateful to yeah, be able we to are. have the support, and honestly. we couldn't do this without their support and anyone, Any or you guys, support too, like anyone, because it's really. I mean, we're just trying to get back to those individuals that are going through that cancer journey, and show them support from everyone. Because it's really easy to get in a dark place when you're fighting for your life. And so I think that, you know, so we're trying to show that. And so it's great to have that. So we're humble. I mean, I'm like, it's really cool when you get some of the message and you're like, oh, really? Did they just do that for us? But at the same time, it's like, you know, that everyone's persons and a lot mm-hmm. of times is whatever it touches. And everyone has their own 
whatever makes them get up in the morning, right? Like, and they have their story and cancer, sadly, it touches everyone's yeah, lives. Yeah, like you said, like all of them have been affected by cancer in some, some way. way or another, mm-hmm. for sure. Some of them very directly, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and others, you know, you know, not as directly, but very closely. So, yeah. Exactly. So, so, yeah. So we were just so trying to change that. With having the number of people that you're trying to support, how do you decide or determine how much or what to give it to an individual? We just divide it. Usually we, it's divided equally. Pretty much equally. Sometimes there are certain things that we'll do to boost somebody else's um, um, page. Yeah, like for, their GoFundMe. So we'll share their GoFundMe. Share their stuff and then um, try to do some events to help them boost some things if they're going through a do hard like time specifically. Yeah, we, did, we, do we the tried to do that well. for them. And, yeah. it, it's hard because sometimes individuals will be going through a struggle at this point when other individuals aren't. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we'll like lean a little bit more to try to help them at that point in time, um, even by asking people from outside saying, look, this warrior is going through some things and see if they, they can get a little bit of help. And like I say, mostly to their GoFundMe yeah. pages or whatnot. But at different times, it's always a, a different struggle for yeah. everybody. And we check on them. Um, you know, so, I mean, we try to check on follow them because follow up as with it as we can. Um, and, and they'll reach out to us too when they're struggling a little bit more or things are happening in their life. And so, um, if we just didn't, uh, we just got a donation, we'll go ahead and look, okay, how much can we do that? We check with the other cancer warriors to see if anyone's struggling too. And then we'll just give them a little extra that time. But we keep a track because we don't want to say that we're picking, we're choosing someone we're favoring. more favoring anyone. Right. So at the end of the year, you'll kind of see. It's like they get an advance because they need it more today. To yeah. a certain extent. Yeah. yeah. So kind of. And here's the other, the other thing too is that cancer warriors, um, they're the, like, they have the biggest hearts. They're very humble also. They're very humble too in that way. So if they're like in remission or they're comfortable at the moment, they're okay because right now their bills are being paid or they're okay. They say, you know what? That family go more with the kids or help the family more right now. And so they'll say those things to us. So then we'll say, okay, if that is that what you want, if not, let us know when you need the help. And so, and they'll reach out to us when they need it, but they'll say, okay, no, give that more. Just, just give me a little bit this time. And so and but some we're of very them candid. actually come around afterwards after they're in remission or don't need the help and will actually be donating and give back mm-hmm. to others as yeah. well. So yeah. it's a full revolving door. Or they they'll give get, back. yeah. Or they'll get things donated for the airline auction to help because they know that kind of comes back to them. And, and we really, you know, even if they say, you know what, I'm in remission right now, we don't push them away. Like we don't also say, Oh, you're not longer. Yeah. So we just keep checking on them. Are you okay right now? Do you need something right now? So, cause we feel That's like awesome. we're a community, right? We're a big family. Um, and bills still linger after yeah, yeah. things. I mean, they don't go away. Exactly. <laughs> and, and unfortunately, even, even those that pass, there are still going to be bills after mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. pass. We have know? had a couple of our little cancer warriors that have passed away, but, um, and the other thing, like Jay was saying, they were like the Affleck of Make-A-Wish. <laughs> um, so, um, and sorry, Affleck, for using your name. Or I apologize. Yeah. Or Make-A-Wish. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, I don't want any, um, it's just the words to it's describe. It's the wish version of Make-A-Wish. <laughs> yeah. So we, we understand that, um, you know, that we have cancer warriors that are above the age of, you know, the limit for Make-A-Wish or. That's what I was going to ask. Uh, is yeah. That, like, 
tiny babies and old people. Well, and make, like, make a wish will only help up to I believe I mean, you the guys. age of oh, eighteen. Oh, we we help any. We'll help anybody. That's so we yeah. I think our youngest when we started was a year. He old? was a year old when oh, he buddy. started. Yeah, and he's three, four years old he's now. I think almost four. I think. Yeah, I think he's almost four. And then our oldest is about seventy over seventy eight, seventy nine years old. So, and that was one thing too when I was looking for help for my brother Austin. Um, we did no not. There were was, out there. Yeah, so you had to have this type of cancer. You have to have, and you know, and it was like he did not qualify. And so to me, it was like, so what's happening? Yes, research is important, and I'm, I, you know, it's needed. But these individuals still have to pay their gas to get to the appointments. They have to pay their rent. They still have to buy their food and their medications. Oh, their medications just are ungodly. Yeah. Overly priced. And so we have several cancer warriors that are in bankrupt. Yeah. Um, you know. Well, it's, I mean, it's a sad fact, but 60% of bankruptcies in the United States are directly tied to medical expenses. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, know. you know, and, and you, the sad part is, and again, don't hate me for kicking research here, but all these agencies that get all this money donated for their research. Theoretically, that's paid for the medication for these people. Why really screw these people with have, making them pay? I mean, $10,000 for one pill. We've heard up to $75,000 for a treatment. One to treatment. America. Yeah. It, it's unreal. You know it costs 100 in another country. Easily. Yeah. And oh, yeah. it, it's even. just, it's sad because. These are people's forg- lives. And Corporate we've forgotten America. how to try to, to help humanity or, or to mm-hmm. be humane. You know, we, we've lost that touch with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So for us, that's why I'm not going to say we're happy to do what we do, but we're yeah. happy that we're in the position to be able to try to help people out yeah. that way. And we do also do last wishes to, well, we try. Um, so we'll, um, so when make a wish happen, um, well, when, when, COVID, when happened. COVID happened, so make a wish, um, you know, had guidelines for safety, um, was not able to send our cancer warriors to Hawaii that they wanted to. We had a little, we, one cancer warrior, Maddie, and she was just amazing. And she wanted to see that so bad. Like she wanted. And so we they brought, were within weeks of being able to go to Hawaii and the make a wish had canceled on them because Aww. of that. But they did do another wish for her. Um, they, I think it was shopping or something. I don't know what they, but that's but, not as good. Yeah. Hawaii, you know, yeah, shopping but, Hawaii. <laughs> so we brought, um, or I'm grateful being from the islands, from the Caribbean. I've been kind of adopted by the Polynesian community, which I love. And so we were able to bring uh, my little Lele dance group, the oh, same group, wow. and they came and they did their brought whole, a little Hawaii to them, to them, and everything else, and and it was beautiful. The smile she had in her face, like we had the fire dancers, we had all that, and they're really good. And there's yeah. a bunch of them. There are like twenty of them. Yeah, very large group. So we have a, they're all ages too. And then um, after that, she still wanted to see she the still ocean. Still wanted to see the ocean, and so we had. Worked with some individuals to try to get some funds built up for her. And then they had set up some hospice centers along the, along the trip. Because she was ready. She was any minute. It would have been any minute. But we were able to get, through great graces, we were able to get some people to step up. That's awesome. And put forth the effort to get her there. She She was able to get there. The one person I'll, I'll 
give kudos to is Brett Michaels was actually willing to fly her there. He, he was willing to send he his called private jet and, he's like, Can and I fly her there, but her heart was too enlarged to be able to, to fly. Flight, yeah. So, yeah. but so. like I said, we, we were able to get her there. That was one of the last smiles or one of the last pictures where she was smiling. So why did she go like California or? Yeah. We, yeah. we got her over kind of up in the Northern California yeah, and, area. And we had, um, we even had, um, one of the members for Good Riddance. He owns a restaurant in Santa Cruz. Oh. They're gonna be like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I forget. <laughs> but they and I, but um, they, they were gonna set him up with everything, and they were just on. She just had to make kind of a quick trip because she was in in so such much pain and all that, so. and all. But but it was it was great because we had also before they left, we had a local tattoo shop, um, yeah. Black Rabbit. Her and uh, one of the shop um, artists, Asher. Ashes. 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 Um, she, um, so, so Maddie had draw, um, Totoro? Totoro? Yeah. And, um, she drew it herself and she really wanted a tattoo before she passed. Like, she really wanted it. Um, but that day she was in so much pain. So, um, the artist used a Sharpie. Um, and so the experience. the experience of sitting in the chair and everything else. And, and then both of her parents were touched by it. So they actually got it tattooed on. Them. So we were able to, you know, cover that. So those little things are things that we can do. Um, so we were able to help with that and the artist was amazing. And so they did that just before they went to California. And then when they came back, I want to say it was a couple of weeks after that yeah, she passed. A couple of weeks. But their last family pictures, they're all together in the ocean and the biggest smile I'll show it to you after. But, so um, you're better than make a wish. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I let them down. <laughs> well, n- no, they, they have policies and I am respectful to them, right? Like I, and I'm grateful for what they do, but we do have cancer warriors that are older enough that they don't qualify for Make-A-Wish. Yeah. And so we had one cancer warrior that he wanted to stay one night in Vegas. And so we were able to cover his hotel in Vegas. That's <laughs> so easy. And, and little things like that. We had one that wanted to get married, but he has a feeding tube like I do. And so we, um, we were able, I was able to work with some local food restaurant trucks. food trucks and all that to have them outside. And we were able to cover some of the, those expenses for the wedding. My bracelets. <laughs> um, yeah. And so we were able to cover those things and, um, and he married his fiance. Um, and so just little things like that, that's what we can do. We can do huge things, but, um, like I help. said, we just try to fill in those gaps. I don't think yeah. it's about, I don't think it's about the dollar amount you're spending yeah. on their wishes though. No. I think it's about the love and the effort yeah. and the community that you're yeah. putting into yeah, it. It's think. more trying to fill in the hole yeah. that they're missing. We had yeah. a, um, also a cancer war in North Carolina that she wanted to get married, but she had lost all her hair. So we were able to. Um, Get wigs wig. are, yeah, well, we, we didn't pay the full amount. Wigs are very expensive, by the way. Oh, yeah, they are. So, just a child wig is $2,000. Um, so we Close were, my mind. yeah, and so this cancer warrior, I think she found it for like, I think it was 800. We were able to pay half of it. The adult she, hair is less than the child hair, believe which it or was not. Very That's weird. interesting. Yeah. And so she got her, um, her wig. She got married. It was beautiful. Um, they got engaged uh, at a concert of Alice Cooper, which was kind of crazy. Um, but, um, and she just passed away a couple months or maybe a month ago and they buried her with that wig. So, um, and so it's just like, and we just had another cancer warrior, one of our newest cancer warrior. 
um, that she wanted a wig. She's um, 13. Yeah, she, she's teenager. young and she doesn't want anybody to see her without her hair okay. on her treatment. And so, so they had to get a special. That age when you're yeah. so insecure anyways. Yeah. yeah. So they got a wig made. That looks like her. But we couldn't now, so. really say it because her, she didn't want her family to, like her friends at school to see her without the, like. Yeah. You know? So it was very much, it was kind of hush as we were able to get some money donated to, to help towards the wig. And, and so once again, it's just those little, I mean, I know it's, you know, we say little things because I wish I could like, yeah, let me buy it, you know, but I'm not as big as, you know, we, we don't have the money. It won't come out of our pockets. I'll, <laughs> have I'll never have my Harley because she gives away all our money. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so sorry, honey. We, you know, but that's the thing or birthday parties. Um, Gage was one, the last ones we saw before, um, in October and he wanted, um, he wanted a toy or something, and before we left town, I st- we stopped and bought that toy and brought him to him. And he walked to the door that day. Yeah, he he was already um, with hospice at that point, but he met us at the door. He walked to he the door. He was eight years old. And then within a week or so, he wasn't able to walk any yeah. longer. And a couple of weeks after that, he, he unfortunately left us. But yeah, but just little things like that, the, you know. Like I say, it just fills in the little holes at the time. And we help them for Christmas to their cancer warriors. So we check in all of them to see what they need. We sent items to whatever state they needed at, you know. So so we do that. Um, Outside, we've also got a lot of good support from some of the local sports teams, especially the Utah Grizzlies. Oh, oh yeah, Utah nice. Grizzlies are amazing. They're huge support for us. And they, they'll um, set up our cancer warriors with tickets when they need, when they need them and whatnot. And then we also work with them to have an annual game every year. Um, in so, the past yes. we've been able to have, it's fun. <laughs> excuse me. We've been able to have some of our patrons go down on the ice and paint the name of their loved ones mm-hmm. and whatnot. And then they'll do a clear coat over it and then play the next night on their cancer night nice. on That's top really of all cool. of that. And so. the jerseys, they have like our cancer yeah, warriors they put the names. names so of, well, they put, the names many of, people, of many people that have been affected by cancer, but we, we they're, work they're with respectful. them to put our cancer warriors names on the jerseys and whatnot as well. So. Yeah. That's so, so, cool. so yeah, yeah. So, and then we're just starting now with Real Salt Lake. Um, is going to do a game. Heck yeah. Yeah. So, they're, so yeah. they're coming we're, around we're, this year. We're so. season ticket holders. We're okay. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Your license yeah, so I, plate is literally your season ticket seat. <laughs> have you? Yeah. Yeah. He's wearing Real. Yeah. 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 So we got, I'm a former soccer player, so I love Real. And I'm so. German Latina, so I better like like right. So like it's in my blood. <laughs> um, but yeah, we've and the Jazz gave us a, some support this year. Also, one of the players actually donated a bunch of tickets for a game to our Cancer Warriors. It so. would kind of make sense that the Jazz and RSL would kind of get involved around the same time. Yeah, now that they have an ownership yeah. group that gives a shit about people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, I can say that. Don't worry, you no, guys are like, on the hook like, for what yeah. I said. I'm like. Oh, <laughs> we are grateful. Yeah. Whatever well. support we can. But it's just, once again, it's just, we're trying so hard to just get as much as we can support and as many events, as many money we can raise, uh, more we can help these families. Sure. And well, and make sure you tell us when you have events coming up. We'll tell you everyone about it on the podcast. Okay. We'll announce them for you. <laughs> yeah. No, but, you know, and we, you know, cause honestly, I mean, you know, July 14, 16, um, 
we, you know, we'll have that. Here's the Hildenese coming out. <laughs> the two, there are two random days in July. Exactly. We, just, we yeah, just threw the dice. There's and a day break ah, we'll in between. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was thinking numbers in my head. Seven. <laughs> it's like, we got married on the 13th. So <laughs> somewhere around there. Somewhere it adds up, we I'm sure. We don't celebrate your anniversary because we're working on the yeah. event. So in my head, I'm like, I have to work on it. At that point in time, there's absolutely no way that you're actually like in celebration of anniversary no. you're, if you're if you're three days out from putting on a huge event no <laughs> no no it's all right after yeah. yeah and then um pain mix uh pain uh, mixer starting to wanted to work with us um to do pain nights in their virtual pain nights I love this. You know, what help, you know what will help, actually? If you just I'm just going to hold it. Just tilt the microphone up a little bit. There you go. Okay. That'll help you out. So, a lot. thank you. So, yeah, so there, um, but sadly, this one didn't work. We were going to have one on May 13, but we didn't have enough people to sign up. Um, but $20 of each of those sets will come to us. And so, um, so hopefully we're going to do another one in September. So we'll let you all know it will be Jack Nightmare Before Christmas oh, nice, kind of nice. style. So well, I, and I think with, with the COVID restrictions being basically gone everywhere, I mean, and to be fair, COVID has a big impact on the cancer patients oh, because yeah. they're Completely. all immunocompromised. Mm-hmm. They're all incredibly at risk of, mm-hmm. of catching COVID and, and actually dying from it. You right. know, so now that those those risks are much lower and it's it's gone, it's basically gone. <laughs> well, well, we'll let you say that. Yeah. Unfortunately, we still have to be really cautious. Yeah, of those with the risks. cancer warriors, we kind of. So with this one, we were trying to do it virtually because we want to be able to bring people from anywhere yeah. in the United States. Yeah. But I think. People, People are have burnout. the mindset that they really want to do things, and and we're we're for that. Don't misunderstand. Over I'm not the virtual oh, stuff yeah. exactly, and I'm not I'm not stuff. saying yeah. that COVID isn't at a point where people should. Oh, well, we we, want, we love to things. see. I'm a person, a people person. Yeah. You can tell that. Like, but I even love- with my wife's <laughs> health, she's yeah. she has no nutrition at all. So immune, she, yeah. or no immune system because she gets such a lack of nutrition that she might not survive thing, if she yeah, gets exactly. it. Yeah. So, so that we have to be extra cautious regardless. But, but you just have to be safe. But yeah. that's just it. We, we just ask people to be smart when they come to our events and respect those that are immunocompromised. Yeah. And so, and, and if someone has a mask, then just let them be, you know, like everybody, just be respectful, be kind, be human, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's all. So I think that's what, but you know, so, but sadly, I guess people are burned out virtual. So we didn't get the turnout we were hoping. Um, maybe as the fall comes and people start getting back in the house and after the summer, you know, then, you know, hopefully we'll get yeah, better think turnout. Yeah, I think you're going to start to see more and more people get out for stuff like yeah, this. So, yeah, so so we'll see what. And we're even trying to get more Con- shops on board to be able to do some more remote events, even in their shop, instead of necessarily yeah, having really them come cool. out to oh, mm-hmm. to our event. Oh, you I'm know, opening up a shop next month. Do a little thing in my place. Yay! Well, okay. and we've done that yeah. at a few shops also. Yeah, we've done a there. couple of the openings. And again, we, we support the artists all the way around. In every way. And, you know, it... it you scratch my back, I scratch yours, but mm-hmm. it, it's all about everybody. It's not, mm-hmm. again, we couldn't do this without the huge network of people that step up to help us. Do right. this. So I, I've got, I've got a couple other questions and they're not really related to, uh, the, <laughs> I don't the know if that's good or bad. What? <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm curious cause I know you're, you both like ink. Um, what's your favorite, what's your favorite tattoo that you have? Oh, I have. Um, my baby sister committed suicide. Um, and 
she wrote a poem. She's, she wrote a poem and she signed it. And so I grabbed it and I had him tattoo it on me. So it says, remember this a heart, Heidi. So that's my favorite one. That's, that's a good, that's a very that's a good, good one, one. Yeah. too, to, yeah. to be a favorite. What's that's yours? when it's a good time to get a name and words and stuff. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that, no, no, you their handwriting. It's, it's not, not just it's like it's your not icons, name. Yeah. I love my husband, but I will, no, yeah. don't no, do that. No, don't get no, my name no, tattooed no, on no, you. That's no. a bad idea. Yeah, yeah that's anybody. like you wanting to break up. I didn't even get my kids' names. I just got their... Yeah, yeah, and their their yeah. symbol. All yeah. my tattoos represent family members, but they're all animals. Exactly. So you got, See, exactly. And, and I've got some names on me, but again, it's just it's a personal thing. The one for me, which is really funny, because now it's a cover up. It started as a tiny little three inch tattoo on my back of a little devil holding a black rose in front of my mom's tombstone, oh. and it became. Half sleeve, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. and that's not even the cover up. The cover up is actually on, on the back, back, so I've got a half wing going over my shoulder. But it has this <laughs> all for a three inch yeah. cover up. But yeah, it's got my mom's my mom's date of passing on there, and then I also have my sister in law yeah. date yeah. on there too. Yeah, so. and the other one I love. Um, so it was I did it just before Wolf died. I got a, a wolf. They're puff. just taking all their clothes. Off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So a wolf puff. That's just what you do when you have to. Yeah, yeah. so. Like, I'll leave my G-string on. I pull my skirts up all the way to show people my tattoo. Yeah. No one cares. <laughs> so I got a wolf paw. That's really um, cool. And so I got it just before Seaside. And Jay was like, you're the only man that can put his, put his paw, paw on my, my wife. wife. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so that's like, you know, so it's just little things that the, the last. The other, well, I just, you asked me why my favorite uh-huh. one, right? Yeah, yeah. So, Maddie. Tattoo tours are good. Um, so I got. All uh, of them have meaning. Oh, That's the yeah. one thing. So I got Totoro for a memory of Maddie. Um, so. So everyone got matching tattoo that day. Well, no, that she draw something. It was only for her and her parents. Oh, gotcha. You I got, got this one. in oh, our I event. See. No, that's not the one no. she drew. No, no, no. I wanted to be respectful. That's between uh, her and her parents. Um, but I felt there was such a connection. I, I just, it felt like my child, like that kid is mm-hmm. just has the most beautiful soul. And so I got that. And now my next one will be a rubber docky. Um, because, um, With Gage. Some bubbles. No, so Gage, uh, or Cancer Warrior that passed away in October. Um, they, they have a Jeep. Uh-huh. His mom has a Jeep. And so he would do duck, duck, Jeep? They, they called it duck, duck, Jeep. They'd take little rubber ducks around, and every, anywhere they saw a Jeep, they'd leave a duck on it. Oh, yeah, I've seen yeah. that. So, so we still actually carry on that tradition. We've got a little tag that we put on it. There in better memory be a duck on my Jeep when I walk outside. Oh, I didn't bring them. I didn't get you one. I'm kidding. <laughs> all our events, we bring now Yeah, we ducks. do have the ducks at our events. In memory of Gage. Well, now, next time I go, because I have a Jeep now. <laughs> there you go. So, yeah, so I want to get a rubber ducky, which small world, Maddie loved rubber yeah, duckies. She, she had a collection of rubber duckies, too. So it was, like, really weird. And they both had the same cancer. So I was like, this is very interesting. But you So just- you asked me my favorite tattoo, but here's my best one. <laughs> I got this nice little voodoo doll. So if my wife pisses me off, I can just push the <laughs> <a> little bit. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. 
I don't feel it. I, I got the voodoo. Because if you're going to piss her off, you can't be around her. She'll beat you up. <laughs> Trust me. I, don't beat the there's crap no out pissing of you. her off. Oh, I don't even... I just... There's like this look. Feel scared. And, and, <laughs> and I don't talk. And I don't talk. Scared. Oh, the disapprove, the disappointed look. Yeah. yeah. I don't talk. I, I, I get the German. I don't, because I start going off in German when I get mad. So <laughs> that's the language to be mad in. <laughs> yeah. It's, it sounds mad whether you're mad or not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. One, one more question. Okay. One more question for both of you. Uh, you've made Utah your home. What is the most interesting or unique thing that you've discovered about Utah in in your lives here? You want to start? Oh, I could go on with a lot of different things. So for me, I'm I'm a lot more about nature, and I love just going and exploring. And with her job, we've been able to go to a lot of the reservations because she has to cover all corners the of the communities yeah. of the state. So I've been able to go to a lot of the local ruins that people don't get to see a lot. And mm-hmm. it's, it's, I like a lot of history. So it's been really cool going around and seeing a lot mm-hmm. of the different things and hearing a lot of the personal stories about a lot of the history and whatnot and mm-hmm. seeing some of the runes that still have the fingerprints in there that, That's you know, cool. not too many people have gone and destroyed already and whatnot. So it's, that those are my favorite things going around. Cause there's a lot of that that you could only see if you had access. Mm-hmm. So I'm mm-hmm. sure. Most people don't get to no. experience yeah. that. We've been, thank goodness, because they exactly. just destroy it. Yeah, that's true. Exactly. They write their names on it, too. Yeah. yeah. So is, 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 yeah, so that's kind of the things are going through. Um, I've been honored to work with the reservations with all the tribes in Utah. And so I get to see things that other people don't see. Um, but one of the things that I was like really excited that I learned here. So when I worked with Mayor Biskupski in Salt Lake City, um, we went to Tracy Aviary and I learned that that used to be Hogo Zoo. Yep. And yeah, we just talked about, about that like a week ago. Yeah, like a week or two ago. Yeah. So I was like, and they told me how they took the, you know, the animals up to the, now they did a the parade zoo, up the to parade the zoo. to take them. But the issue when they was had like one monkey and some pigeons. Yeah. But one issue is <laughs> they, they had, had an elephant. The that elephant they just took it out to the neighborhood. Uh-huh. And so we live by, by, um, by Liberty Park. And so I know when they're like, sometimes they'll talk about like when birds fly away. And I was like, thank goodness this is not an elephant, right? <laughs> um, we're grateful it's only an aviary now. And so, and we've been able to get like cool tours. We got up to the top of the city county building yeah, to where the, the clock, clock is. is. We got that whole thing. That's so, awesome. so yeah, so it's been, I've been very, grateful and honored to Very you know fortunate. have the opportunities to see things that many people don't see you just get access to all the secrets yeah <laughs> that's awesome it's well, good fun. thank you guys so much oh, for joining you. us how can people get a hold of you if they want to help or if they're having a, a difficulty in fighting the fight how do they get a hold of you guys so yeah please follow us on social media um you can kind of see if you all just our type events. in ink against it's- cancer it'll bring up pretty much everything yeah and then in our website um there's our email that can email us um there's a phone number um i try to get you know but some uh get as fast as i can to emails but sometimes it takes me a little mm-hmm. bit when mm-hmm. i do it in 1 a.m 2 a.m there are um, donation links on there as well if people yeah. just want to donate um there are other ways that people can donate as well we've got um Am- amazon smiles 
program recognizes, God, I can't speak. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Amazon Smiles it recognizes us as one of their charities. So people, when they buy things through Amazon Smiles, it doesn't cost them anymore. Yeah, but. And for those of you that don't know, this is a really cool trick. It's smile.amazon.com. Mm-hmm. You sign up for whatever organization you want to support and portions of everything you buy. It comes to us. Go to them. Yeah. Wait. And it doesn't cost you pay anything extra. extra. On it? No. Nope. no, you just you what? just you so just I've instead had. of okay, going I'm gonna, to I'm going to add you guys insta- like right now. <laughs> instead you. of going to Amazon.com, you, you use smile.amazon.com. Smile. I feel like they don't tell people this on purpose. No, because I've had Skags smile. since my girls were there because mm-hmm. Skags Catholic Center for the mm-hmm. Juan Diego and all of that. Mm-hmm. That's been my donation thing and then it'll tell you like how much you periodically donated. how much you're donating yeah, yeah. and it, um and then we have also smith um too so smith if you use your groceries so if you use your card your card um you can put us as your your, your non-profit you yeah, yeah. Non-profit and we get a portion we get little checks but hey that adds up and it's great and especially throughout the year because we've got people in need all year yeah, long exactly. so it, it helps at, well, anything at helps. specific yeah. times 20 exactly. bucks helps exactly, exactly. Yeah. Okay. It's a I did it it was that fast it took less than two minutes and now <laughs> all of my bajillions of purchases are going to go to you just have cancer. to make sure when you go to Amazon you, you smile.amazon.com yeah. when, when you do your orders. when I do the buying yeah. Yeah. It, it'll show up in the corner of your mm-hmm. Amazon who you're donating who you're donating to so if you don't see that then you didn't go to the right place and and here's a little trick if you're going to send a link to someone Do they have an app that smile uh, I don't know, but Sorry, if you're, if you're gonna app. send a link to someone <laughs> for something, if you send them the smile link, their purchase also goes to the charity you chose. Yeah, yeah. see. And then, yeah. And then Facebook has also recognized us as a, as one of their charities. So people that do their oh, birthday, birthday donations. Oh, yeah. yeah. So oh, yeah. Get checks Happy from birthday, by the way. Yeah, it was your birthday you. the other day. Yeah. I saw your, I'm, your I'm old. For yourself. I'm 46. I know. Actually, I'm, like... I'm gonna throw in another plug. She just, got two prestigious awards within yeah. the last two weeks. She received a Woman of the Year oh. Award oh. from awesome. Centro Civico Mexico. Mexicano. Mexicano. And she received a Lifetime Achievement Award in her field from the Lifetime state. Dang. Dang. The awesome. Dang. Dang. Exactly. So I was supposed to retire now? What? Just kidding. <laughs> no, let me just keep going. Keep doing it. Yeah, so. that's, that's what they do instead of paying more. I know. Exactly. <laughs> But so, they are well deserved. She's, yeah. she's incredible. Here's a prestigious award. Continue to work as a social <laughs> continue, worker. <laughs> continue helping victims. Yes. No, but we, and you know, honestly, anyone, like we have, if you follow us on social media, you can see all the li- different things. Um, we're always looking for sponsors. So um, for our annual event, we're looking for that. So there's different tiers depending on what you can help. And tattoo um, artists. And tattoo artists. We're looking for tattoo artists. They you can get your apply. logo on the t-shirts. Yeah. And then we have also um, vendors we're looking um, you know just different things but also if you want to do something with us in the future let us know um, or we just had a cancer warrior Miles um, just started his own business. Oh, yeah. One of our cancer warriors just started a power washing business nice. and part of his reason for doing it well A is that he can't hold a full time job because he's regular full time yeah. job going through his treatments and B, he wanted to be able to give back. And so a portion of what they make off of their power washing business, 5% of it, he donates back to I love to that everyone Inc. just gives cancer, back to the so. same little group. That's so sweet. It's yeah. a good revolving door. And with a great network of people that we've built up, it's all of the mm-hmm. same like-minded people and the same people who have that heart. Usually it's somebody who's struggled 
who's willing to give back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or willing people to give who forward. have less give more than people who have yeah. more. Yeah, true. yeah when you Very have true. nothing, you know. And, well, because then you understand yeah. what it's like. Yeah. I just... I just think it's easier to part with. Like when you have a lot, it's uh-huh. hard to get, it's hard to part with something. But when you don't have much, just like, oh, I don't. well, yeah. I yeah. mean, if you have a have what material, have things come and go, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's just stuff. Yeah. But you know, and then, um, Christmas, we always take care of the family. So if anyone wants to even just donate some new toys or even shop for one of the families, um, you know, or even if you just want to donate to be able to purchase. Yeah. Something. And if you do volunteer or you, we're also looking for volunteers for our event, but also if sponsors at the end, we always do a get, a get together. Yeah. Well, after our main event, usually a month or so after we try to do like a barbecue and appreciation barbecue to have all of our cancer warriors, all of our artists and all of our sponsors be able to come together. And, and that way cool, so you can meet them. Exactly. The and cancer can warriors get to put a face to. on who's helped them. And then the people that are donating That's their really time cool. and whatnot, they're able to see who, where their money's yeah. going. And, and is it their decision? Of course. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but we just put the invitation out there. Whoever wants to show up, you know, we don't out anybody and we never, ever talk or put anything out about our cancer warriors without without having given the permission yeah you know there's a lot of anonymity around and and we respect everything that they're going through but with that being said there's several people that are struggling and so any help that can come back Mm -hmm. to these these great warriors is well thank thank you guys for for all that you do Thank you for having us. This was fun. <laughs> yes. It wasn't like ding, 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 ding. It's more a conversation yes. than an interview. We, we, find it, we find it's much more pleasant to have yeah. a conversation than just like question, question, question. Well, because we... We wanted to know about your, your, yeah. why you were here, right? Yeah. Not well, we just want to know can about Google. You. We want to learn about you, the yeah. story behind it, not just yeah. the Wikipedia page. Exactly. You know? so, it's, it's our passion. Yeah, it is. And you so, can tell. You can tell. Yeah. But you guys are part of the Ink family now. So y'all like, Yay. you know, <laughs> anything. Well, Jeremy and Chris can't because they don't have ink. <laughs> hey hey i have a tattoo that's for my dad i don't have one for Chris though, so. I'm, I'm telling you right now tattoos are trashy and that's that's where we're gonna he's leave paid this. for all my tattoos he gives we, them to me for gifts we we have temporary tattoos for those that are the weak that we, way we do and we have hannah and we have you know we have other things and they right? do a thing for the tattoo virgins they ring like a cowbell and they scream tattoo virgin and everyone looks at them and then they go get their for those of you tattoo. who can't actually make a commitment <laughs> <laughs> I got an earring. I got one piercing. I got an opal piercing. I'm That's not talking right about you. You have ink. I'm, I'm, saying, ink. I'm saying some people are more. But you can an earring than a piercing. But you can than come a tattoo. and listen to the music. Um, listen oh, to. Oh, I don't mind. The, I watch people get yeah. tattooed. All the shit funny. I was talking had nothing to do with anyone else in the entire world except for Chris and Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. So I, when I got tattooed the last time in our event, I had. Um, Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins and, and Batman, Batman next to me. <laughs> I was I was hoping to have Mary Poppins get a tattoo, but she didn't. <laughs> we were actually talking about tattoos and stuff, and I said, "It's like tattoo addiction is a real thing. Yeah. You get oh, yeah. your first one, and oh. you won't only have one. No, yeah. there's that sound. Nobody has just yeah. one. Well, yeah. and again, and a lot of especially with us it's all personal so you get one and you have other different things that come up that you want memories of oh it's a tattoo and then you're just like oh okay it wasn't that yeah yeah well and here it is everyone has their own choices everyone has their own um 
I choose to wear my story and my art through my my, my body, right? But that's she puts my it decision. On her sleeve, literally. <laughs> and so yes. Um but I think everyone has that mm-hmm. and but it that's how the beauty of our foundation is not do, I mean it is tattoos and that's where ink but it is also all forms of art and all forms of that. So it's just like so if you can do that, you can paint or you can listen to music. We're hopefully we're gonna do concerts too. Yeah, we're and trying to line like, up some concerts. The one thing is we we haven't had a building of our own, so it's been difficult to try yeah. to get some of these <laughs> things set up. Cause so we've one got day. A Kickstarter for that. Well, yeah. and, and we're shooting for that. We want to be able to have a place where we can host our events, where we can have some ta- um, guest tattoo artists and guest musicians um, come through, and- some guest musicians or small concerts, you know, personal concerts and whatnot. So we're working on that. But again, where everything is. <laughs> out of our, it's out of our own pocket. Yeah. It's going to take a minute for it that. Takes a while so. for that stuff. Yeah. Well, thank oh, sorry. you. Sorry. Like, ah, you're all right. Done. We're done. <laughs> thank you guys so much for coming. It's been you're a pleasant welcome. conversation. Thank you. Ditto. Thanks, Ditto. Guys. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. That's going to do it for this week's episode of the New Utah Podcast. Uh, it's it another. Like you said, podcast. That's exactly what I was uh, thinking. It's another prime episode. Three one one. Three hundred eleven episodes. Go check out the event sometime in July, 13th, 17th, 18th. We'll get it's the actual. The 16th, it's the 16th and the 17th. And the 17th. And 17th yeah. <laughs> July 16th and 17th at the Utah State Fair Park, uh, Ink Against Cancer. Um, and, uh, yeah, go see those guys and get a tattoo. I still don't understand show tattoos, convention tattoos. It's weird to me, but I get it now a little bit better. Well, if you have lots of tattoos and you just want to go get more spontaneous tattoos but now it's going to it for a cause so you have a bit more valid reason to go get one you yeah, can I justify it i don't understand spontaneous in, tattoos. in two weeks it's our uh first podcast anniversary no it's our sixth podcast anniversary <laughs> you know what i mean sixth <laughs> annual podcast anniversary yep. we should do something special we probably won't but. I, uh, yeah we won't i told you guys and nobody responded. we'll bring cake we can eat cupcakes. Who's bringing cake? Jeremy doesn't. If you even remind like cake. me, I'll no, bring a cake. We should. We should. Somebody should go get Ruby Snap cookies. Just fucking order them. I just should have order them. them. Delivered that I day. should have just them, have them on DoorDash. <laughs> no, no, they, they deliver. deliver themselves. They just yeah. Ruby Snap will deliver within a certain area. So like I've had them delivered all the way out to Sean and Benita. So that sounds good actually. I've never had them. What you've never had Ruby Snap? I've never. <gasps> We're definitely okay. I'm. I'm all ordering had Ruby is Snap stupid for crumble. Oh yeah. yeah. Don't get me started. I'll see if I can get this month month's cookie too. I think it's a raspberry thing. It's red. Man, okay. Can I I got to I'm going to bitch about crumble because you brought it up and I'm not going to talk about the shitty cookies cuz that's that's my opinion. They're like 10 pound cookies. They're, they're so and they're, thick. And they're not good. They're not good. Thick does not mean better. Thick does uh, Ruby not Snap mean Ruby snap cookies better. are thick, but they're not dry. They're not Okay, so Crum- they're not crumbly. crumbly. They're dry or they're like soggy. There's no, <sighs> so they're like gross. doughy or they're dry. There's the, no. Okay, so here's my bone to pick with crumble, and it's not so much with crumble. It's with the fat motherfuckers, and yes, I can call them fat motherfuckers because I'm a fat motherfucker myself. That like go to crumble, have someone drop them off. That person sits to this Jordan landing and like crumble is basically like so we're at the sitting entrance. at the sushi restaurant we're at a table Cru- by the window crumble is at like the entrance to the 
greater parking lot where it's like you've got second door Michaels in. and PetSmart and a million fast service restaurants Dick's, and a couple normal restaurants. You know, but it's like a major thoroughfare and it's literally like 20 feet from the fucking turn in from a busy side street. And these fuckers let people out and then just sit there with their hazards on. The park, the parking spaces are fucking 15 feet away. You stupid, lazy fuck, go park your car <laughs> or drive around the parking lot. But they sit there and wait. And I watched people wait for 15 minutes while their fat ass spouse went into the cookie store and brought out a dozen fucking cookies for them to gorge themselves on, blocking traffic for 15 fucking minutes. And it's not just one. Like, there'll be two or three of them sitting there. And so you come around that corner and you're like, whoa, shit, car. Like, uh, and you it's can't, like people like, picking up their kids from well, school. Well, and it's like, it's not meant to be parked at the curb. It's meant for a left and a right lane. And so you're like looking at it and you're like, well, shit, can I go around? Nope, I can't. No, because there's three cars there's deep. Yeah, it's, so you fat fucks, you're getting a dozen cookies. And I know Work it's a it dozen because I see how big that box is. It ain't that fucking three pack or six pack box. Look, we even watched the mom park, get her stroller out, put her child in the stroller. Go get cookies. Go in and get cookies and then come back out. If she can go through that I, just to get the cookies, you can park. And I'm pretty sure she had a husband waiting in the car. Probably, but... <laughs> but like it, she it, was part. If she can do that, you can get off your fat, lazy ass and walk the extra 20 feet. That's that it. how we're ending the podcast? <laughs> yes. That's how we're ending the podcast. Stop being fat fuckers. Fuckers.